Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome, welcome. You're all so nice to see. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to KDD. You still can't remember that harmony. KDD. Yes. That's what I said. No, you didn't. It was sketchy at best. It's fine. We'll do it one more time. Well, I started, well, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're all so nice to see. Da, 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 da. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Gay DD. Oh, I hate you. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's 90 Day Gate. Let's love. <laughs> Y'all, welcome to the 90 Day Gaze. Welcome to the 90 Day Gaze. That was our old uh, sign-on welcome song. For a show we used to do on TV Co TV or TV Co. Party or whatever they they rebranded as, it's an app and you. It's kind of like an Instagram <clears throat> live, but on an app. We had fun in it. That was maybe it'll happen again. And one that day. happened we'll in 1991. <laughs> it's true, the year I was because it feels like it feels like 11 years have passed you know, since that. <laughs> it feels like it's been 11 years since fucking. Two days ago. Yeah, March. <laughs> Y'all, I don't know if you've been watching. Like, some somebody just looked on their phone today and went, fuck, these queens were bored. <laughs> if you haven't jumped on Too Hot to Handle Ooh, on Netflix. Y'all, it's our new podcast, that we're, our, our new feature, our new, our new kind of binge that our, we're doing. Our new, yes. We dropped two episodes in our regular on feed that you're listening feed. to on this feed, this here feed, and the mm. other six, eight episodes entirely, uh, are going to be on our Patreon, the $5 level. Yes. Again, our Gatreon. Our Gatreon. Again, Gatreon is $5 for everyone to the month 
May 15th, so the watch-alongs, everything is included. People are devouring this shit, y'all. It's, it's okay, so Too Hot to Handle on Netflix, y'all. It's kind of like Love is Blind. It kind of like is Love Island. I'll be honest. The first episode and a half, yeah, I kind, kind of, of snoozy. Yeah. But then at the end of episode two, there's a kicker, and then by episode three. Yeah, for me, for me, I wasn't entirely sold until the end of episode four. But, but I, I'm on board now. I was in on episode three. Yeah. I were kind of. I'm on the train now. We're invested. We're loving it. Francesca have, is the bitch we love. I have a lot of problems with the concept, as you would imagine, because I have problems with almost every concept. It's true. Um, but I have a lot of problems with the concept and the kind of methods of um, the way they go about things on the show. Yeah, but. Um, and y'all, there's an Alexa who's named Lana, and they all um, like worship her, like she's some kind of volcano the, deity. Yes, the premise is it's pretty people <laughs> that are horn dogs, and they get together and they find out they're going to win a hundred thousand dollars unless they fuck or kiss or anything. Yeah. Then points are taken away. Also, y'all, they are not smart people. <laughs> they are not. They are not. With the exception of like Francesca, who's there's a our favorite shit star. It's a worldly show. There's people from Australia. Yeah. From uh, England, worldly. someone tweeted t- on t- the Twitter said, uh, tweeted us at 90 Day Gaze and said, I'm loving listening to these episodes, especially both of your accents because <laughs> they're horrible. <laughs> they're not good. Y'all, we are no Meryl Streep. No. When it comes to accents. No, we are, we are not. We are not. We're, so more, we're more like those British actors when they try to sound American, and they yeah. kind of really do their R's a yeah. lot. <laughs> I've always said I try to emulate Dick Van Dyke for my British accent. <laughs> really just. So anyway, y'all, check that out. That's on your podcast. You can, there's, you can look at that Too Hot to Handle presented by 90 Day Too Gay. Too Hot to Handle. And y'all, I am very proud of that theme song. It might be my best. I think it is your best theme um, song. I enjoyed I, it. You can hear my rap skills. <laughs> We don't sound Caucasian at all. No, at all. At all. At all. Anyway. Woo. Okay. okay. So back to this 90 days fucking madness. Um, I like this episode overall. It was better than the last, mostly because it didn't have any Big Ed. Boy. It was helpful. It was that much was more nice. helpful. Yeah. That was nice. It had a little too much uh, baby girl Lisa, who's also referred to on the uh on the interwebs as baby girl visa, which I enjoy. That's <laughs> true. Um, had a little too much of those two in it. I enjoyed a lot of the Erica and Stephanie. I really enjoyed that volatile powder keg. Which of they're our first of couple. girl girl drama. So let's jump into our first lonely hawks. Yes, uh, Stephanie and Erica. So basically, we're ended with they had a fight. Erica left. Stephanie talks about she feels really alone. She can't talk to anybody. I don't have a support system. I don't have a support system. Uh, y'all, she's she's getting on my last nerve. You know, there's a lot of talk about Stephanie outside of kind of the 90 day verse. And I know normally we don't talk about new stuff. Yeah. However, y'all, we are planning um we are planning a crossover episode with uh, Frauded. Frauded by, by TLC. TLC. So we're going to try to get you that this week. So maybe she'll give us some updates on that. She's got some scoop on Stephanie. She's okay. got scoop, y'all. Scoop. Uh, she, and just as of tonight, you guys, well, now that we're, we're actually recording it on Sunday, yeah. uh, she, Stephanie just tonight deleted all her social media. Oh, yeah, deactivated. Deactivated it. So it's so... She's going through a rough time. Well, so. this was not a good episode for not her. Not a good episode for her. That also reminds me while we're making announcements. We're going to be doing a 
uh, I believe, an Instagram Live on ACAST Stories again this yes, week. with the wonderful Kate Casey Kate. from Reality Kate. Life. So we're going to be talking to her about probably too hot to handle. We don't and know I'm when sure that's going to be sure other various yet. and sundry things that so, Kate wants to talk yes, about. So look we for can, us on our social we'll media. We'll talk about how that. Kate is surviving in Orange County with, with five, five children. fucking children. <laughs> oh, my God. She wrote. Every time I see her pictures... The boy is just suffering. Because <laughs> he, he's the only boy. I know. I know. He's like, help me. They, she, she gets all her, her blonde children together, and the boy is like, someone give me a someone give me a boyfriend. Please. Not a boyfriend. A friend who's a boy. Boyfriend. Not I kind wanted of, a boyfriend. Poodle and I wanted a <laughs> boy. a child. One boy, one special boy. One boy to laugh with, to joke with, have coke with. One boy, that's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. That's lovely. Come at us if you know that song. From Bye Bye Birdie. Bye Bye Birdie. I remember when that came on in high school on NBC with Vanessa Williams. Yes. Because I loved Vanessa Williams. And the song that I left singing for three days was One Boy. (laughs) So, it was that. Very, 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 very just uh, foretelling of the future (laughs) for you. That's what all boys did in Southern Oklahoma. Oh, my G. Yeah, stayed home on a Saturday night to watch Bye Bye Birdie. Kind of like when Bette Midler was on Gypsy and there was a tornado watch in the middle of it and I was furious because they interrupted the show. That's something you, you called the network. <laughs> I almost did. <laughs> anyway, so back to Stephanie and wow. Erica. Just as much as a shit show. So Stephanie says, I don't trust her enough to have sex with her. Yeah. I'm thinking to set, that I'm seeing it that we're incompatible. But, it, but, I feel like this that whole thing about I don't trust her enough, it's very, very transactional for her. That I have to trust her a certain amount mm-hmm. before we'll be intimate. It's true. And I have to, she has to prove a certain amount to me before I'll be, be intimate. And this kind of transactional stuff, y'all, never works. It's, you need to give this stuff freely or you, you can't get it, give it at all. Here's the deal. I was thinking of this with uh, Too Hot for a Hookup. Um, too, too, too Hot, hot for to Later. Handle. Whatever, whatever it's called. <laughs> I can't remember the show name. You were calling it Hot or Not Later. <laughs> Um, you look, y'all, if you're going to be in a relationship, part of being in a relationship, and I'm not telling you, don't enter in a bad relationship, but unless there are huge red flags or warning signs, it's just a risk. Part of it is jumping yeah. in and trusting someone and hoping it pays you off. You can't make sure it's all, every box is checked it's for you. It's uncertainty. Yeah. Boy, and we're dealing with that now in yeah. life. So anyway, Erica comes and brings her some beautiful Aussie flowers. All local. And, um... They want to talk, and so they, they're, they're sitting talking. Erica says in a testimonial, she says, it's like Steph has unresolved patterns. Because she said both of us, but it's really, you can tell that. Well, Stephanie says, she basically says, they're having decent communication here. And she says, the nature of your friend relationships makes me uncomfortable. Which yes. is a healthy thing to say. Yes. This part about your life makes me feel this way. Yes. Um, it doesn't really help when she says, Stephanie just kind of st- stands there and stares at her as she says, but you know, this is, it's all over now. I won't because I'm with you. So like Stephanie can't believe until she actually, I, it's almost like 
er- Erica has to become a different person for Stephanie. I don't think Stephanie is listening at all. No, I like agree. I almost want to do that. What is it? That therapist is the Amir Harville Hendricks. Yeah, who does like it would be really beneficial for Stephanie to say. So what I heard you just say yep, was mirroring, yeah, because she's not. She just kind of. Re- Stephanie and Erica says this later on, but she's just repeating yep. the same record. And I want to ask you because I don't know. Maybe it's just from being in LA and being too woo woo and being gay. But if my ex was friends with, or my boyfriend was friends with someone that they had hooked up with and they were still friends and. It, they weren't like maybe overly touchy or flirty, but they were friends. It actually would make me feel like my friend has more emotional complexity. Or would that? Um, or does that sound good to you? But Poodle would kill them in the night. Uh, no, I I have friends who I've messed around with, and we're friends. And I think I have dated people who say, how long, how long do you know them? Like when, for in, the, in the gay community, I guess it's really common to like, like you'll, you'll meet people you've previously hooked up with, you become friends with. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. Um, and, but I, I dated someone once who met, a, kind of saw me talking to a friend on text and said, yeah, I do this. And they're like, oh, is this a friend or someone who used to be more than a friend? And he was kind of threatened by that. Um, I'm not. Uh, because yeah, I do it all the time. I, uh, I don't see it as that either. I just, to me, it, well, the the problem for me is Stephanie treats it as as this is a threat to us. This is you, your, all your relationships who you have previous hookups with is a threat to our happiness. It's a threat to the to the kind of sanctity of our relationship. That, yes. Yeah, and it's it's a weirdness this whole storybook relationship they have, because if they are committed, they're committed girlfriends. Mm-hmm. They they can't. It, it will. It would. It would taint any type of relationship they could have. Yes. If yeah. So that's that's where I see it. I Steph- have a theory Stephanie, about that. Stephanie wants Stephanie wants a sure thing, and if any of these, if you're betting on it, if any of these people she had. She still interacts with it. She may one day. She doesn't trust Erica as far as she can throw her, basically. Yes. Um, so, but if she, Stephanie wants a sure thing, and any of these people could ruin her sure thing. So, yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I yeah. have a theory, but I'm going to wait till the end because it's kind of when it's kind of confirmed this to me. Um, um, but the deal is, too, is Erica brings up Stephanie has always known this. Stephanie, that's what kind of is the telling thing is that Erica has given Stephanie no reason to not trust her. No, it's true. She's been forthcoming about everything. Yep. So it's like Stephanie got here to Australia and suddenly now it's all a problem to her. Well, it's because online everything, she was being her persona. Yeah, exactly. Now when she's being Stephanie. Yeah, exactly. Now it's like me, this is the real girl and Stephanie in reality has lots of problems. Yeah. And Stephanie online did not have any problems. She was yeah, perfect. She, she was, was perfect. sex positive. She was, she was the sex sexual. goddess that Erica wanted. Yeah. And now this Stephanie is neurotic, jealous. I know it almost all like all kinds of shit. If I like had Stephanie a session, I'd be like, what is you? What would YouTube Stephanie do here? Maybe 
What would she like? Take her advice almost. Right. I don't think she'd hear it. No. So they go to this party. She just pull her sweaters down so you can see her shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> she's like Tiffany, y'all, from the other way. Loves to show off her oh, shoulders. She does. Um, <laughs> so Tiffany goes to this party. Um, y'all, this is my type of party. These are the parties we grew I, up with. I've got to say though, this. They are, but the the mix of people at this party is very interesting. I loved it. It's it's kind of like I'm I'm not saying it's bad or good. I'm saying it's interesting for the outback in Australia because there's like kind of gender queer people. Then there's kind of like random Australian people. Side hair is there. You know what we it love is. Side hair, and then hold on, and then there's like there's like people who look like the. Like clockwork orange people. <laughs> True. And then it looks like like Twilight convention girls with that kind of makeup. <laughs> you know what this was? And I'll give you. And very interesting. And it will make sense. It's like that documentary small town gay bar. Yes. These are people. It is. You got to think about the app, Outback is very rural. Yeah. And this is probably like the misfits of queer community. But a lot of them aren't. Don't, I'm sure but don't still, identify. But still allies. You know what yeah, I mean? Those kind of you. artistic they probably all did some theater shit together. It's an eclectic mix, y'all. I loved it, though. These were my people drinking out of red Solo cups. I would have loved this part. Doing a <laughs> beer funnel. Oh, I just would have. Um. Anyway, everybody's there. I love side hair. Anytime I can see side hair, I'm you know, happy. Poodle, he, he doesn't admit it, but he's country, too. And he would have loved this party. And I guarantee you... Adam and Poodle would it end up making out? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. In a kitchen, Adam's somewhere. messed around with guys. Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure. And basically, because Jake lets mm-hmm. guys do this, Jake will let a when guy, Jake makes out with a guy. I just remember this because I forgot. I've seen it happen many a time. <laughs> he just will let guys put their hands down his pants in public, especially on his ass. You know, anywhere. I'm kind of. Uh, equal opportunity. But once you lose yourself and they're a good kisser, you're. Just I know. Like, you're just like take my clothes off here. I don't care. And it's also kind of like you know, it's just you. You can squeeze the Charmin. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. You know. You're fine with it. I'm fine with it. Just a little squeeze occasionally. But again, this is to to me such an authentic, non-pretentious party to go I to. I agree. Yet Stephanie's first reaction is... Oh, she does not belong. I don't feel comfortable here at all. I guarantee you most of her... Being an influencer is all about how she's perceived Mm -hmm. and her image. These people don't give a fuck about her image. And so she's having a hard time here. I think she is used to people kind of going, oh, you're this person. And she doesn't really care about that at all. She's an amalgam of her online uh, fan base and what she does online. You know, I do... Well, we'll get to that. But so she meets Adam, one of um, one of Erica's best friends, and this is Adam. Who they have made out before, and she basically okay. interrogates him I, right there. But the way that this was led up to, yeah, did you think that they had fucked? I thought they were they had fucked. Oh, uh, and then all of a sudden she it was wasn't just like, clear. but no, but the way the lead of like this is, yeah, you know what, you're with, right. I you're thought right. they fucked, mm-hmm. and then she's like, oh, this is Adam, and Erica's like, yeah, we made out a couple of times, and I was like. Yeah. So who fuck who fucking cares? I know that's like all in a day for me. Exactly. I mean that's <laughs> that's how I greet the mailman. <laughs> Package for Mister Poodle. Oh, I was girl. waiting when that would arrive. <laughs> See you tomorrow, <laughs> y'all. And he's like wondering how he's going to tell his wife about that. <laughs> Going fuck. 
Um, anyway, uh, they, they, so they're basically, she goes after him and said, so do you have feelings for Erica besides friendship? She comes hard. She comes in really hard. You um, can tell that she'd had a drink. Yeah. And he says, you know, uh, he's like, no, she's a great person. We have a, we're, we're like the same person. Uh, uh, but know that when she says this to you, trust her. Trust her. And he says, not at all. I don't have feelings in that way. I love yeah. her to death, but trust her. Yeah. So she doesn't respond to this well, and of Erica, course. So this is the problem is that Stephanie goes in and Erica, which we get a little of this later, is Erica says, <laughs> Erica's friend says, this is not Erica. She's normally always bubbly. Oh, always yeah. Happy. So I also think, I think Erica probably doesn't love dealing with negative unhappy emotion well who does but it's hard for her to deal with those yeah like it's she's real world calm stuff down and then come back but when it's happening in the moment yeah. you kind of see she shuts down she's not making eye contact with stephanie yeah she's seething but she can't well in a way defend herself in the moment they were the perfect online couple because stephanie is always showing the best part of her and so and is erica. erica is like i love the, I best, love the parts best parts of you yes so when when they're together, it's it's such dissonance. When they're memes and emojis, it works. Yeah. But when they're when they're when they're rubbing gooters, when they're raw tits <laughs> and raw dog in it, then they see life a little differently. So basically, when the dental dams comes out, that's when there are shit. problems. <laughs> I live to tear the beer. Anyway, so Erica finally blows up. She leaves, kind of to another part of the house. She leaves, and then Stephanie kind of talks to Adam, but she doesn't help at all. Yeah. But then Stephanie leaves and walks in. And walks into this conversation of three girls, one tall woman with an asymmetric hairdo, who is just like, this is about to be some shit. Again, <laughs> someone poodle might have made out with at a party. Because he's also made out with women with asymmetrical there haircuts. Is some, there is some asymmetrical bliss going on with these haircuts uh, here. Uh, so much. Oh, I love it. But then there's lots this, of Twilight makeup. Yes, and then there's this one blonde girl. Y'all, I think we're going to call her, I think her name's like Sharice. Yeah. And she, she was just, just letting her. She's like, I'm sorry you had to hear this. But... <laughs> You're making her be the way she's not. She's always bubbly. She's always happy down under. Yeah. <laughs> we sound just like Australia. I know. It's amazing. Uh, anyway, then she just, uh, she takes Erica aside and they're still kind of fighting. Um, and I also wrote down. But you- that is the deal, though, as I was going to say. I mean, granted, Erica tries to talk calmly. Yeah. Stephanie yells at her. Yeah. So that makes Erica shut down. And then Erica's like, I'm going to remember when you, when you say you didn't yell. Now this is when you yelled at me. Yes. And so Eric, or Stephanie goes out and she calls Heather, her friend. But I just want to say one thing. Oh, sure. Uh, I said, how do you fight with someone dressed like Jim and the holograms? <laughs> How did you sure. take that seriously? When you've got earrings like, made like of Like a Windex. box of Smarties. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I would just say, I can't do this when you're staring at me oh. dressed like uh, an, uh, a fucking table in Party City. That's true. Can, I can't do this. Can you at least put on American Eagle so yes. I can take you seriously? <laughs> at least with a big eagle on your chest. Then I can I just... Can't, I can't take you seriously when there are Windex. In your earlobes. People have commented on that, too. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. She does. Yeah. She does talk to her friend, uh, Heather, and Heather is agreeing with her like a good friend. And just says, go to sleep, bitch. Yeah. And then I just really said, 
she basically said, I just wish that I, Stephanie's like, I just wish that, you know, when I met Erica, all of our problems would kind of be resolved and she was really going to fix the parts of me. And I wrote down, honey, a person is not going to, another person's not going to fix you. You know what? That's, and that's what I was talking about. I realized. You fix that. You fix that. Yeah. And she's, that's what I She's read. wanting Erica to fix her. Because she says, I thought Erica would help me. And this, yep. y'all, we can to speak from our heart on this one. I thought Erica would help me make it comfortable for me to come out to my parents. Yeah. That is your Ain't nobody going to fix you. Yeah, you no. got to do that yourself. And I've been on both sides of that. We've done it ourselves. I've had a partner when we were together who wasn't out. I couldn't help him do that. I could not help him do that. Right. You... And I think what you this, support them, but you, you can't, them, you can't, but do, you it can't do it And this all, and it's not even, the problem is Stephanie too can't love Erica because Stephanie doesn't love herself. Ooh. That's the truth Throw right it down. There. Truth but talk. But she is, she's so, she's looking for the problems in every single relationship with Erica and every single, she's looking for the, uh, looking for something that will give her a reason to say she can't trust her because Erica doesn't trust her health. Or Stephanie doesn't trust herself. In yeah. fact, Stephanie's talked about it so much. I bet if I had a conversation with her, I would find out. And this is on like a deep, and this is fucking deep. Stephanie doesn't even trust herself to live. She's scared that mm. her body won't support her being on this well, planet. And that's, that's terrifying. And that and that kind of she keeps always saying, "My life has been uh, a mist, a mix of complete uh, 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 insecurities." And, and when you and it really is that whole you don't have your health, you don't have anything. But and I think a lot of us can relate to this. What's going on? But if you are sick and you don't know what you're. <sighs> days at that it can be but you've true, got to come to terms with that. i know people who have even a terminal illness or, or an illness like that and they're the most well but i'm saying you've well, got to come to terms true. with that i don't think she's coming like terms living with it. living day living one day at a time like that for people those people are the most well-adjusted people you've ever met agreed yeah agreed it's i i think she's just i don't think she has dealt with that at all yeah i get you that's all I got about that I, girl drama. I do feel sorry for Stephanie. Oof. She's annoying, but also, too, I don't think she's a bad person. I think... No, I'm not saying I that. I kind of hope she takes a break from the social media. I hope maybe she can take a break from yeah. YouTube. And she needs to, like, figure... Go to Esalon. You live in California. Yeah. Go somewhere and just figure it so out. So she's in California now? She used to be in... Uh, I thought she was in New LA. York. No, she was in New York. Oh, never mind. <laughs> don't go there. She's probably terrified Yonkers. right now. She was in Yonkers. She's, I bet she is terrified of Corona. Oh, yeah. She can't go outside. Yeah. Terrified. Now. Kind let's... of like Mother Poodle. Y'all. <laughs> well, I called my parents tonight. We were, we've been podcasting all day. This is like podcast number 58 for us today. Uh, today. And so, um, and then Jake and I called said, my parents. I, he was here with and me. And then all of a sudden, my I mom's hear, like, uh, she's like, is, is Matt there? Can I talk to him? And I was, and I immediately just got scared. <laughs> She's like, "What is she gonna do? Is she gonna like grill yeah. me?" I was like, uh, is she gonna uh, yell uh, me?" And something? I was like, "Do I compliment her? No, face, don't compliment his her." His face, like you don't know what to say with my mother. You don't. It's like when you wished her, when you called to wish my father a happy Father's Day, or tell tell my father Happy Father's Day. We were together, and my mother says, "Well, I don't remember you calling me to wish, wish me a happy Mother's Day." Yeah. <laughs> Talk about someone, the definition of defensive and reactive, y'all. Mother Poodle. <laughs> Mother Poodle. Even when we got off the phone, I was like, hi, Mother Poodle. 
you said well, hi, I said her hi, name. Hi, I'm yeah. keeping her name proud. Yeah. I don't know if she said. And so I said, hi, Mother Poodle. And she <clears throat> said, hi, man. How are you? And I said, I'm great. How are you? And she went, oh, <laughs> not good. <laughs> My knees. Yeah, her Just, knees have been bothering her recently. Does she ever say good? Rarely. My mother's rarely good. Anyway, y'all, <laughs> it was hashtag pray for poodle. <laughs> hashtag these calls are killing me. <laughs> every day he's having to do it. Not now. every day. Now, oh, now I'm down off. to like every three to four days. Now we're good. Yeah. It's but it used to be like about every five to six days. I would talk to them. Wow. Yeah. All right. And the weirdest thing is I've talked to my brother less because he's so busy with his kids. Um, well, yeah. He's got three kids. Yeah. And he's still working because he's in a single yeah. business. And usually I talk to my brother at least every, like, every week at least. So. Your brother's good folk. Yeah, he is. So let's talk about Lisa. Baby girl Lisa. So ironically enough, not a lot happened no. this episode. And actually. She was, she y'all. Baby girl Visa's behaving. This She's is kind of the most best. real baby girl Lisa. Yeah. We kind of, I kind of saw. So she didn't show her gooder much. She didn't. There was mm-hmm. no raw dog in this episode. <laughs> can't raw dog in a mosque, y'all. You can't. Um, you can't do that. <laughs> no raw dogging in a mosque. No raw dogging in a mosque. No. But the women are still in the back. Don't forget. So if you're just with the men in the front, Poodle and I could raw Who dog knows? pretty easy. I know. So they're in a restaurant in Nigeria. Trying to get Muhammad and her uh, brother, Usman's brother comes to meet you, and they're like really trying to prove their case to him. Yeah, and he's like, "I will do to what I can to help the dude for, for mummy." Um, his brother said his mother was shocked, and I wrote, "And water is wet." <laughs> yeah, because clearly, woo. And his brother said, "Because she's an old woman, she's white, and she's from far, far away. Yep, and she's not a part of the tribe." Now, Lisa did say something that was very touching because she said to his brother, but she said, listen, <laughs> I will travel to any part of the earth oh, for him to raw dog this <laughs> man. Because if he's in China, my good is going to China. <laughs> if he's in Uzbekistan, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> but I saw it once on Jeopardy when I was watching Alex Trebek. I pray for I him every day. was taking care of a die, dying yeah. woman. I'm taking, yeah, but Alex Trebek, he's kind of hot. Mm. <laughs> anyway, I would go to Uzbekistan. That's I, more like she would say yeah, it. I'd raw dog him there. If we I'd went raw to, dog you here. I'd raw dog him in... I wouldn't raw dog him in Portland because that's a hippie city. Mm-hmm. I don't like that city. I wouldn't go to Portland. But I would raw dog him in Seattle. I would raw dog him in a house. I would raw dog him with a mouse. I would raw dog you here. I would raw dog you there. I would, I would raw dog you everywhere. everywhere. That's what she would do. That's the Dr. Seuss person of baby girl Lisa. Yeah. Snatch Diaries. It's true. <laughs> Snatch Diaries. Um, but she's. But then she says, I can't imagine leaving Nigeria, being married to my everything. My destiny. My destiny. And this was actually I, I agree. kind of sweet. I'm seeing the side of Lisa where she realizes I got to straighten up and fly right. And I got to I got to really work and, don't, and not be snippy about Nigeria. 
I, I, think, yeah. I think the stakes have gone higher. She realizes that now. I think she thought it would be easy. I yeah. honestly think she thought, well, I'll meet his mother. Yeah. And she'll think, well, why wouldn't he want to yeah. go to America yeah. and marry USA and because all that shit? Mom thinks he's going to be made to be a servant. <laughs> Literally, so maybe someone needs to talk. Woo, I mean, I, I know. understand. We're maybe p- the producers could say, "This, uh, this is like we, America's really racist, but and black rarely, people still have to work harder for less pay." But rarely but are they kept as servants. But they're not in twenty twenty. They're actually not slaves anymore. Yeah. yeah, maybe someone could explain that to mom. Yeah. I don't think she gets that to mummy. Um, So uh, there's still no blessing from Muhammad was not able to get a blessing. Nope, couldn't get it. And so they, so baby girl Lisa did a devastated, did a very unfortunate cream rinse relaxer um, (laughs) the night before. Something happened on the way to heaven. Oh boy. Because the hair does not look good. I'm like, it's where is that outfit with that? The, <laughs> where is that head wrap? Where's that head wrap when you need it? Oh, holy Ooh. mother. Y'all, that was some like Aussie scrunch spray realness. <laughs> I that that was, ha- she used the conditioning strip from I that. I don't think her hair smells like Aussie. No, something went wrong there. Man. Like she left it on too long, or or it relaxed the wave to the wave just went. I can't wave anymore. <laughs> and her color's coming in even more. Her gray, oh. y'all. If you're gonna if you're gonna have color treated hair like that, you're gonna go on a long trip. You gotta bring your color, girls. Go. You gotta bring your color. On a sentimental um, journey. <laughs> so she they go to the mosque. Mommy's there. By the way, yeah. it's weird. First of all, somebody brought this up, and I'm like, that's true. Does baby girl Lisa have this whole, like, childhood? Like, she calls herself baby girl Lisa. Yeah. She's not a baby. She's not a girl. No. Also, I guess, do they just use the term mommy? That's what Usman calls her. So I guess guess they refer to his that. No, she's got a lot of other problems, but I don't think okay. that's uh, one yeah, of them. I'm going to skip that yeah. one. You're right. You're right. So they're washing their feet and their ears, and... This is where mom says, I worry he's going to be a, mis- a servant, misguided, but that's fine. But I have to say, this is where I was like, I got to give it I to gotta Lisa. I got to stick it up for her, yeah. Lisa, she went into that fucking mouth. And mosque. she shut her fucking mouth, she too. She shut her mouth. She wore everything she was supposed to wear. Now, unfortunately, when they did put the hijab on her, it was like E.T. in the basket, y'all. <laughs> it was like Mother Terry. It was very Mother Terry from uh, Avery's season. <laughs> Elliot. <laughs> Elliot. <laughs> you want a raw dog, Elliot? <laughs> Touch my finger. Don't use a finger condom. Just the raw finger, and it's going to light up. Go ahead. Go. E.T. <laughs> Bone raw dog. <laughs> she really does. She looked like fucking ET in that costume. She looked like fucking ET. Ooh, bless, oh, bless, bless, bless. Uh, but I, she did. She did everything. She was playing follow the leader with mummy in that synagogue. She didn't even have her beads. So here's one thing, and they go and talk after it, and she asks for the blessing to get outside, and mom says no. No. Here's my thing. Can Lisa just not smile more? Have you noticed she always has it? Is it not a culture? That I'm asking. Uh, Come at us if you're from Nigeria. Do, I don't think she's a smiler. Not, but do you not smile at people? She smiles 
in I don't think you know what it is baby girl Lisa does not smile like most women do in where women are trying to smile to make sure everyone's pleased mm-hmm. baby girl Lisa does not do that that's a good point and yeah. not that she has to do that but when you were but trying to get on women so- do it but when you're trying to get on someone's good side maybe smiling totally good. agree I just don't think she has that in her at all if she she does not smile unless she is happy and yeah. it's she's the opposite of when a man says smile you'll you'll look prettier. She's like some of our relatives that say she was a hard woman. Yeah, that was a, that's a woman who doesn't smile. Do you have those relatives that they oh, call a hard yeah. woman? My aunt Laura did not smile the whole time I knew her. <laughs> really? Yeah, my aunt Laura was the one they found like uh, forty thousand dollars buried in her basement <laughs> after she died. Really? Yeah, she was the rich one. Well, no shit. And whatever she was here, just like this. She never smiled. Really? Yeah. And y'all, here's the thing. Women, you don't have to smile. You don't. You don't have to I'm smile. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying but I'm, yeah, I if agree. you're trying to get something yes. from someone and appeal appeal yeah. to them. Yeah, I agree. Maybe. Anyway, um, uh, it's not looking of, good for them, y'all. It's not. I think if this is, this is terrible, but yes, Usman is a devout Muslim, but... What's stronger, the desire to get to go to America and his own international fame, as he says, or his mother's blessing? I think he would leave. Don't Me you? too. Me too, in so a second. Uh, but who knows? But it's easy to do say that when you're gay because we had to come to terms with our parents disowning us when we right. came out to them. Right. But anyway, is that all you got for them? That is all I've got. Shall That's, we take yes. a quick little siesta break? We're going to take a break. And actually, I think I'm going to let Jake fix himself a drink <laughs> this time. I need it. It has been a day. We'll see you all in a second. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. 
Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. And next we have... Everyone's favorite adult toddler, <laughs> David. The loneliest of hearts. <laughs> oh, hell. Boy. Oh, Jesus. Boy. You know, I don't know what's sadder, David or the wig on his head. Or his age spots. It's true. <laughs> Do you think that wig is it's just hard. walking around just thinking, Golly, you <laughs> dumb motherfucker. I just... I've been sitting here waiting for some type of pussy. Any I know, the only thing he's going to get is a bottle of canola oil in his left hand. If I was to place a bet, I would be quite sure it wouldn't have been a Gomer Pyle voice that the wig would have used. But you know what? You 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 created it, so it is real. Gosh, I think Golly! it. I think it works. Oh. I, I just hope one day I can be brushed with a real brush. Yeah. Not just poofed and fluffed. I hope a woman runs her fingers through me instead of that blow-up doll that squeaks. <laughs> just watch out for the stitching. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, y'all, uh, so David's in Pavlograd. 
uh, at a very posh looking at hotel. Very posh. He's like, he literally we- wakes up to his computer on his bed like he <laughs> went yeah, to sleep with wonder, his. Wonder what happened there. Yeah. Not that that's ever happened to Poodle or I. No, not at all. <laughs> Where you're like, fuck, I got to charge you, that you, at work yeah. today. <laughs> fuck. That guy said he was going to text me back and you're just waiting. <laughs> then you just. Wake up and you're like, why does the t- the touchpad have lube all over yeah, it? Yeah, why can't I move my computer? <clears throat> I can't get outside my door because my my my, my doorknob's coated with it. Um, so he wakes up though, and she's on the chat, and she's on. She's on, and he starts chatting with her, <sighs> and types a very sexy message to he, which he replies, mm, "Yes," and then yeah. He Gosh, gets, David, I think this might happen. <laughs> I can't wait to give Lana some roses. And so I'm going to go. Can't wait to see her. Uh, it takes her a long time to respond because she has it, a slow connection. Yeah, that's it. <clears throat> that's it. No, she's basically, uh, she's a, a fat German man named Hans who's like eating bratwurst. Yeah. Between. <laughs> It's true. More mustard, Helga. <laughs> it's true. More mustard. You, you never know. put enough mustard on this. <laughs> I think it's more Serbian. I Hans think is Serbian. Even a bigger shock than if this ended up being Maria is at the end of this season. If we find out it's been Ogle Poodleskaya <laughs> all along, y'all haven't heard from her in a long time. Hopefully, she is held up. In some place that is corona free. She could be over there now. You know. Um, so he goes to this flower shop. Very she nice. She doesn't have a lot shop. to offer right now. She, there's not a lot of Russian commentary. There's not. Um there, <sighs> there, well, especially since we're not watching the wife beat. Uh, now, if y'all if if we were watching that, Olga would definitely ha- would would call and tell us all about Varya. You know, it is painful for us, <laughs> I have to say. But we respect women yep. more because just his nipple tattoos yeah. alone. Oh, it's so bad. Olga's Ugh. so pissed off. She sent me... Um, Literally, Olga and his cousin fucking <laughs> Olga. <laughs> Olga sent me just like a... How I know she's pissed off is she'll just send me a a, a, a letter, and inside it's just a dead mouse. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that just means, fuck you, I'm not talking to you for fuck a while. Fuck you. You covered the wrong person. <laughs> exactly. Just a dead mouse. Just a dead mouse. I don't know why she sends those, but it's nice to know she cares. So, I don't know what the fucking deals with this episode of 90 Day Fiance, but they're playing the most cinematic music for the these music people. The music has uh, gotten they're paying more, more for it. Yeah, they're, and they're, someone is actually doing good work. No, they're good, but I, it must be different than, you know, on Too Hot to Handle, we talk about <laughs> that the music supervision came from, a, a paid for by Def Comedy Jam. No, Def Jam Records. Def Jam Records, but it's actually... But it's D-E-A-F Jam. Because the people that found it are all deaf. <laughs> and the guy who started Def Jam Records, uh, his mother made a great jam. Yes. So... Great strawberry. Def so- Jam, and his name, strangely enough, is... Uh, Kellen Heller. Kellen Heller, <laughs> not not related to Kellen Lutz. No, at all. No, Kellen Lutz. It's cute. He's really hot. His eyes are a little close together. Yeah, he's got a little inbred look to but him. I'd but I, that's him. okay. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Inbreds fuck till they can't fuck anymore. That is the truth. I, we're from the <laughs> south. We know. I haven't been with until, any of my until cousins. Your pecker stops to wepper. <laughs> I, I say I haven't been with my cousins, but maybe that waiter from El Chico that fucked me in the field <laughs> I was doubt, doubtfully. Well, you never know. It's the Spanish size of the Mars. That well, my 
My grandpa did seed 17 children, we found out, sired them. Don't ever say seed again. Seed. <laughs> uh, so anyway, he raw dog those <clears throat> women. Anyway, so great he, cinematic music. He gets nine red roses, which I think is bizarre. because I don't understand here's that. Here's the thing. You only get one rose or you get a dozen. There is nothing in the middle. There's one or a dozen or three dozen or two dozen. There is not a four rose. There's not a five rose. Unless it's an anniversary of, this is nine years. I know it's seven years. Exactly. Right. <laughs> You've got nine. I think nine is some kind of weird lucky number for him. I'm sure there's some kind of weird reason that it's nine. I don't need uh. a dozen roses. <laughs> is that Kathy Mateo? Roses <laughs> wither away. That's probably the second Kathy Mateo reference that is we've had. Kathy Mateo. <laughs> and a gentle <laughs> hand take me as oh, I am. Um, God, I love Kathy Mateo. <laughs> what is she doing now? Um, hopefully she's okay. Hopefully she's in she's Canada, probably. Good for she's her. She's Canadian, isn't she? Yeah, I believe she is. So that's Anne Murray. Anne Murray yeah. is very Canadian. What's y'all? Make sure Anne Murray's safe. Y'all Canadian sissies, let us know what she's doing. Hey Siri, where is Kathy Matea from? Kathy Matea was born in South Charleston, West Virginia. Yeah. Oh wow. There you go. She looks good. Anyway. Anyway, so, okay, everybody. Um, so they go to this restaurant. He's going to meet her at a restaurant. He's sweating through his shirt like a whore in church. He brought another shirt, <clears throat> y'all, y'all, because he's the kind who brings everything. Uh, so he's like fluffing that piece. He says, um, "Gar, golly, golly, David, is this going to be the day? I'm going to look fluffier than normal. I've never seen a Russian toilet look this pretty. <laughs> I can't read the language, but sure are nice here. <laughs> Boot smells good, too. That's a, that's a very naive hairpiece. It's true. God bless her. It's a, today's <clears throat> shit's happening. Uh, anyway, so she she wound up not showing you guys. Uh, no. He calls his friend Tim and says, Shocker. It's strange. It's strange that... She didn't show. Nope, it's not strange because you tried to meet her three other times. And one time her brother died. And the other time she had a medical emergency. And then one time there was just no excuse. Now, it's true. Now She was out of excuses. We Here's the deal, y'all. We have a special guest today for the podcast. Oh. Y'all, we don't have Olga Poodle, Olga no. Poodle Skyle here. However, I don't know if y'all noticed, um, but that waitress... Kind of, I'd like to call her a, a poor man, Sally Bowles. Whoa, that hair. With the Liza Minnelli haircut. She is here today. She's here. And she's here to give an account as far as what she noticed at the restaurant. And um, um, what's what's your name, madam? Uh, uh, hold on, hold on, let me get her. Oh, thank you for being here, poor man, Sally Bowles. Hello, I'm Narja. I'm here to talk about... The time when that man with large herpes came into my restaurant. Yeah, did you think he seemed um attractive? No, he stared at phone the whole time. Have nine roses, which very strange. Oh, okay. Um, did he smell nice at least? He smelled like old cabbage, oh. not the kind you keep in house, but the kind you put behind house. 
Oh. To rot. To like ward off evil spirits or something? Yeah, that very that exists. Okay. We need to be careful. <laughs> what what um how long did he stay for? Um he was there at least three hours. I brought him it's a strange thing. He he requests strawberry milk. Oh really? I have to go way back in cellar <laughs> and put strawberry syrup in milk. I ran out of strawberry syrup. <laughs> So I gave her him. I just pour beets. I pour <laughs> borscht in milk. He drink. And, okay. He drink it happily. Okay. And he gave me very good tip. Oh, he did. Uh, while staring at me, and so I thank him for that. I start to ruffle hair, and then hairpiece yell at me in very strange southern accent. Oh, okay. I've heard that. Yeah. Okay. He's cursed. Herpes is cursed. So just final thoughts, poor man Sally Bowles. Do you think he'll ever find love? Mm. Or have a better question. Do you think he'll ever have sex with a woman? Mm. These chances are not good. Okay. I sent my son to rob him. And there we are. Well, thank you. Uh, I, I got to go catch a bus now. Okay, thank you, Nacho. poor man Sally. I got to go go back. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Dosvidanya. Dosvidanya. Like, see, y'all, we work. We get in guests here. Poodle, you missed her. Oh, wow. She was really concise. Okay. Really quick. I know you went to pee, but... I, I miss everything. You miss everything. Why does this microphone smell like strawberry milk? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't smelled that since childhood. <laughs> Y'all, you didn't come for a smart show. <laughs> Let's be honest. Okay, so Lana doesn't show up. It's not CBS this it's morning. Not, it's not. We're no Gail King. No. Oh, okay. So the, no. he's going to go to her house, and of course we know they're not going to show this us. This is such a fucking crazy thing to do. He walks up there, <sighs> and then I told Poodle, this would have been kind of amazing. I wish almost he would have walked to the door and then didn't knock on it. That would have been. And just said he's going to go That would have been like a Merchant Ivory movie where oh. he decides it's all in him. Oh. That everything he needed is in him. That's not David. No. So he knocks, and we see the door open, and then shut. We'll see you next week. Who's behind that door, you think? The, not Maria. No. It's going to be. You mean Lana. Not Lana, <clears throat> sorry. It's going to be, I, I think it's going to be like a total, it's going to be like a guy or like an old Ukrainian <clears throat> woman. Yeah. Not any, and they're going to have no idea who Lana is. Right. Or where she's from. It's not Lana. Or anything. It's not Lana. It's not Lana. Um. Uh. Yeah, it's, y'all, it's, it's a, it's a fat man. Uh, from Minsk. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. Yep, yep. Um, all so they all just shock. Uh, spoiler alert: this story is not going to end well. <laughs> not going to end well. Um, not. Um, kind of like um, I'm starting to feel for Ash and Avery, our next lonely hearts. Uh, yeah. Are you, are you done with him? I'm sorry. Yeah, I am done. Um, boy, there were some serious red flags thrown this week. Whoa, it's like a semaphore class. <laughs> what is that? Semaphore with like where how you land a plane, you use a series of flags. Oh. Boy, someone didn't take an SAT class, obviously. <laughs> Again, y'all, I just want to teach him things he never learned. <laughs> 
I wish the world, well, the world's kind of stopped, but we're still podcasting, y'all. <laughs> we still working like 13 fucking hours today. It, we really did. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, semaphore is how they used to like get planes in. Oh. By seeing flags. There you go. Um, so they're driving along and. She wants to kill a spider. He's like, no, don't kill a spider. I don't know what accent that was. No, it wasn't the right one, but that's Don't fine. Kill a spider. They're going to go snorkeling on the Great Barrier Reef. This made me jealous. This looks oh, so, so gorgeous. beautiful. Yep. You've never been to Australia, no. right? Okay. And they still managed to fuck it up. With... That's what I thought. They're having this <laughs> fucking fight at their goddamn Great Barrier Reef. Well, it just tells you the more you try to go on vacation to get away from your problems... They're mm. always there. Not going to work, y'all. Yeah, Big Ed and, and Rose are going to have a lot of fun with that next week, it looks yeah. like. Um, <clears throat> so she, they're doing all the stuff, and she said, I've got some questions for him, but I'm going to wait. So, In other words, the producers told me to wait, wait until he's the, mm-hmm. most uh, vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, God, he is hot without his shirt yeah, on. Yeah, he's got a really nice body. His body's pretty incredible. Yeah. It's kind of perfect. So <laughs> she starts asking him some questions. Um, about his coaching, yeah, and she she's she's been pretty um, she's been pretty going hard to the basket with a lot of these questions. She and I, I think is, she should be, but I have to say, I think so far she could surprise me, and I did not think this. Avery is one of the most well-adjusted people we've it's seen on true, 90 Day Fiance, and she showed no signs of this. When we first saw None. her as a cannabis chef, you thought she it's, was a crazy in bitch. Seattle, you thought she was cuckoo yeah. crazy living in fantasy land. Yeah, and her parents were interesting. Remember, we thought she was going to be like Rachel. Yeah. Who's on Before the 90 Days on our gay oh, trail right now. Oh, third sister wife, y'all. Oh, Rachel and John. Third <laughs> sister wife. Jake, Jake calls her the third sister wife. Because she's not the bitchy first one. She's not the, the disciplinarian. And she's not the second one who's like, who was, who was married just because she was pretty. She's the third one who's there to round out the group and she makes everyone get along and everyone likes her and she has to raise a lot of the kids <laughs> yeah. yeah she cooks the best too yeah she she's loves, always got a smile on her face though loves bacon mm-hmm yeah that, she's third sister wife well so anyway avery <clears throat> is like the way she talks to him it was very intelligent question she was like what's your process yeah what do people come to you for and like look jake and i with yeah, therapy we work in the field. Need his life co- we work yeah. in this field. So it's like if somebody asked you, Jake, what is your process yeah. in doing this? He's super. You would have an answer. I would. I would. And I, I would. If someone, if someone approached me and said that, I would approach it as someone who wants to know more about what I do. Yeah, he's cagey as fuck, y'all. He is cagey as fuck. And 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 I, and there there's a couple reasons that that could be why. Um, he could be worried that she would like either steal some kind of book that he'll write up. Some people are like that. Maybe. Um, Or he could think that the keys, the kingdom that he has are some kind of magical thing that he can't really share with people unless they purchase something. He could think that. Or he could be every time he's with the client he could basically be flirting with them he and telling a, them everything they want to hear a gigolo, a gigolo. A gi- shout out to leslie jordan uh who is providing some of the best quarantine entertainment Th- y'all if y'all besides m- us if y'all miss us follow leslie jordan on instagram that piano thing where he acted like he was playing piano and that like 
like country hymn he sang or folk song. Mm-hmm. I was screaming. I was. If you love Southern stories, <laughs> a lot of you have come at me and said you feel like that's going to be me within thirty years, and it's a huge compliment. It is. He's a, a joyous man. You're, anyway. you're not that talented. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. That's fair. That hurt, but it's that fair. That was a vicious read. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so anyway, so. She's anyways dodging all these questions. You know, I think you're more versatile than he is. Yeah, that's I'll very be honest. Sweet. But it was kind of a, he's pretty fucking funny. He is. He knows he's very funny. Um, he does a, something very specific. He is though. gayer than us, that's which says something. something. He's much more in a box, y'all. Yeah. If y'all haven't seen, I would almost say we could watch this, but I feel like I would get into it too much. But if y'all haven't seen the movie Sorted Lives, oh, do yourself a favor. That is both of our childhoods kind of meshed together. I know. I had one friend who told me he said that's a horrible movie. Now you're wrong. We're not going to be friends. You're wrong. You still teach him voice. Oh mm-hmm. no! Well, he has he has homophobia. No, issues. and he has issues about what movies are. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, sorry yeah. that was a vicious read too. Um. Anyway, I'd like to say that uh, she basically says um, he can't give her an answer, and he says his his best answer is I coach women who are very successful who don't have time to connect with men, which sounds like a hooker. It does. Sorry we're using that word if you're offended about it. A sex worker. Gigolo. But I, it does sound cagey. Because, you know, look. Avery says you had 68 messages on your phone. That's a lot. I don't think she would be as worried from him if he seemed like a legitimate coach. Agree. And she, he doesn't share anything. But he shares nothing. Yeah. And because. And when he talks, it's all platitudes. It's all platitudes. Yep. Nothing's concrete. Look, I'm an eclectic therapist, and I really work with the client. I don't like to say, well, I do just this and just this. But if you ask me, I wouldn't say, well, I don't like to say what form I do. No, we can no, give you we, concrete I can tell you what I do. And say, like, somebody calls, we do an intake or whatever. Yeah. He does none of that. It's cagey as fuck. It is. And, and it all adds. It's not one thing for for her and what we're seeing, it's almost like a movie, like a thriller movie at the end where you find out they're a sociopathic right. serial killer. It's all starting to add up, and she's seeing it. And he and she says, uh, basically, she asks him, she says, well, who's a client and who isn't of these text messages, of these 68 text messages you have? And then there's this, like, thing that goes off in his eyes. And that's when you see the real Ash, y'all. This yeah. is, we have not seen him. I don't think we have either. And he goes, you don't have room to tell me that. Like, his and eyes kind after of he bug said a little it, more. After he said it, he almost, you could see himself reeling back yes. and like, don't do that. I, I got a, my blood kind of chilled at this point, you guys. It is, <clears throat> he is, I do worry about him being a sociopath, actually. You know, because uh, I just being I, a I, per- liar, I could see that. I just don't think we have any idea who he is. And but, I and I said that when we did when we were talking with Aaron, um, Aaron Martin, and Mary Payne in our in our uh, Pink Shade crossover. Yeah, and check out Payne in the Pod. We were just on we that just episode. did that one too. Yeah, we are some thirsty whores. I've been on so <sighs> many dicks. We we are y'all. We because you know what? I'm not on any in real life. It's true. So I just got to get him on podcast so he won't quarantine fuck. <laughs> and then we're on too hot to handle. They lose money, and in real life, you lose a life if you fuck. <laughs> it's true. 
Um, so he and he basically Mother says, Poodle would call me if he got sick and go, Matt, man, I you, thought he was safe. Why don't you, you. you let him do that, why'd Matthew? You let, oh, I can't go out there, too. <sighs> <laughs> she would, as you know, she would hold you personally responsible for sure. <laughs> One hundred percent for sure. I know this. Woo! As Oprah says, "This I know for sure." Um, so he kind of starts spiraling and says, "Uh, uh, you know, well, I, I'll just tell you, I'm single now." And she's like, "Slip of the tongue," which she even said, and he meant to say single for so long, but no, didn't help. I um, think again. That's like Ricky saying Melissa's name during yeah, sex yeah. with with Jimena. And Jimena being like, gay? <laughs> Literally, she said Y'all, gay. She was like, what? On our Patreon, we're having a good time talking about that piece of shit, Ricky. Oh, Ricky. <laughs> Ricky, I'll lose your number. Poor Ricky and that sloppy seconds. Oh, poor Jimena. Oh. We like Jimena, too. We love too. her. We want her to love herself more. If they end up together, I'm going to be pissed. I'll be furious because that's yes. not how that show, that's not how that should end. So anyway, so he's basically not now, and then he starts doing a Porky Pig. That's all, folks. Exactly. <laughs> he exactly. starts like trying to like like spin his head around. And this Avery is so she's so non-confrontational with him. Yep. She's not defensive at all. She says it just feels like sometimes you tell me one thing, but your body language seems defensive. He's like, what's defensive? What's defensive? And he said, I really tried to make it open for you, which is yeah. not true at all. And it's like the Family Feud survey says, show me defensive. Ding! <laughs> Ding! And it's, it's not even, it's hard with him because it's not like he's lying as if, can he not just go there? Like, right. is he di- Is he like, because there's, we know these people that work in self-help. Y'all, I feel like there's two types of people that work in self-help. It's a and problem, and yeah. And when I was in school, two types. There's people that are actually kind of past their shit and want to help people. Yeah, and people who want to, he- to work with people and want to help people make progress. And then there are the other people that are, they are damaged and yeah, broken. And, and trying to figure themselves, and themselves out. Not, or... They're there not even trying to figure themselves out, but they're there to just dole out advice to other people so they don't have to deal with their own shit. Oh, yeah. And I think that. Ash might be that. Oof. I think he's that self-person is, I'll tell you how to live your life so I don't have to you worry know, about living mine. That is so true. I was thinking more. I know more, so many I was thinking like so this. more in a, in a medical field, in a sense of like when I, go, when I know therapists or when I know, but people, new agey people. Yes. Self-help people. Yeah, yes. you're exactly right. They do it. So they can like spew out information to others and don't have to deal with their own. Yeah, I, I totally I think, agree. I think that's him. That's yeah. kind of what I think now. Because the more he talks to other people about how perfect their lives can be, he keeps the illusion alive. And his life, think about the way he looks, yeah. the way his life seems perfect. Well, uh, yeah, also he's, so he's got body issues, definitely. I bet you to he, be that. Is probably, he probably has debt. Yeah, he probably has a lot of things in the and closet, and he has, and he doesn't look like most people from Australia. No, so, so he's, he's had to deal with that. that. He's yeah. probably had to deal with like feeling less. He than also for that. seems like a fuck up compared to his brother, or his brother's beating down us a lot. Yeah. But if he is so kind of perfect and has his life together, I don't think his brother would be as concerned as his exactly. choices. That's true because he would trust him. Yep. We just read him, <laughs> but that Bill. said. 
for filth. Poodle, would you still open up your legs in the air and let Definitely. him enter you like a highway? 110%. Yeah. Woo! Like the 101. <laughs> breaker, breaker, number nine. Eastbound and down, and I'm headed up and fucking. <laughs> roll on, roll on, brother trucker. Roll, 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 roll on, brother roll on. trucker. Roll down the road, roll in my ass. Roll on, weirdin', roll on down. I loved Alabama. Mm-hmm. Come at me if you loved Alabama. Are they homophobic? I hope not. If Alabama, Someone find out. Saw it out if they're homophobic, so we should know. Because we don't do research. Because we don't do research. <laughs> speaking of- I a, don't know how to Google. Speaking of a lonely heart who doesn't know who how doesn't to Google. Do <laughs> 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 oh, I just want to say, they're at a restaurant- Called uh, the Sparklings. The Sparklings. Yolanda's meeting her daughter. Las Kara. Vegas is weird, y'all. Yo, All kinds of lots, shit. We could not live in Las Vegas because no. we would become those performers that just had. We would be like the new Siegfried and Roy, <laughs> just pulled back. I would. You. My face would be so tight. It, they'd have to install like a spam key, and you just turn and turn. Like I'd say, "Can you turn my spam key, please?" <laughs> it get tighter and tighter. It's true. You just wind him up, uh-huh. and then he put a hairpiece on the back so you didn't see it. Exactly. That was very tall. Turn my key, please. Um. So. Yolanda is at the Sparklings, obviously, to meet someone for lunch, and uh, uh, she has been sent a threatening email, um, and uh, I will say, Yolanda's look changes quite a lot, you guys, because yeah. she has, she can, kind of, you know how her hair is very short on the sides, and she's wearing, like, her sunglasses on top, and it just looks like the Predator. <laughs> When, I mean, like that shaved look, a little bit. And I that mean, she's hair. pretty. She's a pretty she woman. She is, but that but shaved look. The styling is off. Yeah, the styling is off, and it's those earrings too. Woo! So she tells um, Kara. She tells Kara. Spelled Kara. As, but before even she gets there, she we, says, "You know, there's someone who is in my uh, private." Pictures or wait, she pictures, says, pictures. My private pictures, and she says, <laughs> she says. I mean, maybe somebody hacked with the we Williams. Hacked the Williams. Maybe somebody hacked the Williams. Before we get too much further, I think this is a time for another installment of Ninety Days Theater. All right, but it's time for the curtain to go up. All I right. will. I will let you play the role of Yolanda, <laughs> and I'll be playing the no nonsense daughter, Kara or Kara with two R's or whatever. And the I can't. Fuck her name I is. can't get past it. Sorry. Sorry. So, boy, that bitch has to spell that everywhere she goes. So, scene and Terry, they're sitting in a restaurant called The Sparklings. If you're not familiar with it, it's kind of like a Charleston's, but cheaper. (laughs) So, hey, Mom, how are you? Hi, Kira. It's good to see you. Um... So how's things going? You found out anything with Williams? I need to tell you something, okay, baby. Okay. Um, so I asked Williams if he was Nigerian, and he didn't respond. Oh, that's mm. not good. No, I mean, I hope he contacts me again and lets me know. Mom, seriously? <laughs> seriously? <laughs> 
Mm-mm. Um, uh, don't you think he, he's not? He's not Nigerian, right? He can't be. I'm thinking that maybe someone, you know, this happens all the time. I'm not that versed on social media, but maybe somebody hacked him. This is Kara's inner monologue. Oh my God, I can't believe this woman actually birthed me. Oh God, what do I do? She's going she's gonna to bleed me dry with debt. Back to regular monologue. <laughs> uh, Mom, yeah. you have to face the fact that he might be scamming you. Well, Kara, I need to tell you something really bad. Oh, God, there's more? I received an email threat, but I don't think it was from the Williams. Uh... It was from... Okay, what? It was from someone else who said... Somehow they were going to send all, they were going to make public the pictures that I sent to the Williams. Enter monologue. What the fuck? <laughs> monologue, actually. Uh, Mom, uh, what do you mean they were going to make public? Well, baby girl, I don't know how to tell you this, but they're not regular pictures they're of my peaches and cream. Enter monologue. Holy fucking <laughs> shit! My mother just sent nude fucking photos to someone she doesn't even know. Wait, what kind of pictures again? My pumpkin pie. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he I sca- also put my address on the pictures too, so that way he would know where to find my and pink my like, folds. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> And scene. <laughs> Y'all, that daughter deserves the, an Emmy uh, for the, not losing her shit. Or as you as your as your grandmother would say, she's gonna get a special place. No, in- no, my grandmother would say when someone would be a complete disaster, my mother my grandmother would say, Oh, that poor thing. God's when she gets to heaven, God's gonna love her the most. God's gonna love Kara the most. Yes, no, she will. Anyway, that's all I've got about that fucking disaster. We're going to talk, uh, we're going to do a crossover episode. We haven't scheduled it yet, but we're going to be talk, doing it with Frauded by TLC, and you so guys. so we'll get all the I, tea. So that. I've been skipping her stuff about Yolanda because I kind of want to be surprised when we, after the seasons are over. Yeah. I kind of, I don't love spoilers the way everyone else does. I don't either. So we, we try not, unless we get tea that's relevant for... What we're talking about, you guys, we try to stay away from it. So we'll ask, we'll get some stuff from Friday, though. Yeah, because we only have one more episode, I believe, right? Uh, They're weird on the numbering. Yeah, it is. So it's hard. But as we know, as Kara, Yolanda, this is where we're going to leave this with this. Yolanda says, the Williams will have an explanation, so I just have to keep texting him. <laughs> she just used. She just needs to like be smothered with a pillow. Like it's awful. She needs to be like put down. She's that much of an idiot. She just bless her heart. I'm saying if she if this is not a big scam, if this I'm saying if this story isn't being kind of manufactured, she probably had so many kids because she knew she couldn't take care of herself. Maybe, but boy, one of them will have to. Can you imagine trying to act like such a fool on television? The thing is, though, I don't even think she's a fool at all. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't know that she's a fool. Yeah, she is. 
David, I kind of wonder. Sometimes Do you realize you say full instead of fool? Yeah, I say things like that. I say full, full, yeah. Um, just y'all, because regional accents, y'all, I just try to point them out. Yeah. I'm just trying to, I do that with my students all the time, and I'm not trying to belittle them. I'm just bringing it out that it's a it's an eccentricity yeah, of language. Fool. Yeah. Fool. Not full. Yeah, fool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's acting like a fool. Uh, anyway. Like I have a student who says, uh, day is not, it's day. Which day. is really odd that I say that because fool, that's almost like more of like a southern way of saying fool. it. Where I'm from, everything's very like fool. Yeah. You fool. would think I'd say it like that. It's a taller ooh vowel. Fool. Anyway. Sorry, we just lost so- <laughs> 40% of you. Like you just said a ooh vowel. And they're well, like, this, is, this is what we talk about. If you want to, if you want to, like a, a, a bird's eye view into our conversations. This is it. This is it. So we talk about that and we sing opera. By the it's way, that interesting. We had the best time last night on our watch and on chat. our watch and chat. We did Phantom of the Opera, y'all. It was great, and it was a great production. I will say, I didn't only roll my eyes a couple of times, um, and I realized that I completely checked out at almost all the time that the producers are there, <laughs> which would be our role. Yeah. Anyway, we enjoyed it. We'll be doing another. I kind of got a little drunk too. We'll be doing another watch and chat this Saturday. That, we don't I know what we're going to announce it. I will announce it soon. If you're interested in that, join the Sissy, Sissy Squad. Squad. We do a live watch and chat, y'all. We talk about all this shit. Now we you can't watch us watching it live because we don't have the bandwidth. It's like two hours long yeah. or an hour and a half. But we did do some <clears throat> live videos of us singing like women. And my and my shirt gets up, and you can see my uh, stomach. You, you, and I don't want to do that. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Once he starts <clears throat> getting drunk, he's yep. just a halter top. Yep. Anyway, um, that's all I got about that mess. Well, y'all, to this we've come. <laughs> it's time. Let's talk about my heart. Darcy, it's good to see you. It's good to see you too, Stace. But good. preface of this, you guys, we're not going to do this whole. We're, unfortunately, we are not going to do a '90s theater version of You're this not. on this podcast because, because we if have you filmed seen already a video. If you haven't seen already, we did a little social media <laughs> '90s day social theme. media '90s day theater. And you can find that either on Twitter or on Instagram at '90 Day Gays. Y'all go check that out because we spent we got wigs. Got a little, not a lot, not good wigs though. <laughs> not good wigs. It was basically the wigs Poodle had in his closet. Yeah, shockingly, all 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 this was on hand. On hand, everything. He here. had a military jacket. He had a black <laughs> jacket with big with big shoulders. Y'all, my house is kind of like your drama teacher's house. <laughs> it's just filled with props that she's used for every production that she just keeps. If you've it's ever been to your drama teacher's house, you're like, what the fuck is this? And she's like, well, we use that in a production and of... So, she's um, like, so you put it on your house? Yeah, we use that for that Mariah number. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, if you, if, come at me if you've been to your drama teacher's house and gone, fuck. That's my drama <laughs> teacher's house. I've been there. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so... A lot of props around. This starts with Darcy putting on the most uncomfortable boots ever. Oh, this outfit This is, is like... Good God. You know what her outfit looked like? And I don't mean this... I'm just going to say it. It looks like if they had an episode of G.I. Joe <gasps> where one of the men like took a pill and turned into like a <laughs> kind of an ugly bloated woman. That's kind of how her outfit looks like. Like Cobra <laughs> went, ah, they will they, they, no, Duke, 
You're going to change into a woman. <sighs> and everything you've always wanted, you're going to have. You're going to have huge ass tits. Not going to happen, brother. It's not going to. What? What? What's, What's happening? happening? Love me. This is all a Cobra plan. <laughs> God, we love G.I. Joe. Snake eyes. Snake eyes. I wish I could Y'all, do that, guy. Cobra Commander was gay. Cobra Commander was a foppish villain. <laughs> and, he talked like this. And then that one came that like would turn. Tomas and Zamot. And Zatar. <laughs> I think that's a seasoning. Um, they were <laughs> they were twins. <laughs> it is. And you know they fucked each other. They did. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We, maybe we'll do G.I. Joe, an episode of G.I. Joe's American a, Hero. hero. G.I.I. Joe! Maybe we'll do it as a bi-curious episode. <sighs> Maybe. Or a Care Bears episode. These are all bad ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I can't even humor you. They're not good ideas. Um. So you anyway, guys, so she looks ridiculous. Her boobs are so big. They're so big. Um, I also say that she's like, so Tom had, Tom told me that... He had a girl, and they showed that picture again of that kind of willowy blonde girl in yes. Tom's lap, and I said, that looks like a fucking ventriloquist dummy <laughs> that Tom, That's what that Tom fell in love with. How you doing, fucking Darcy? <laughs> Do you hate her? I just want to be on TV. <laughs> Y'all, so Tom's love is a ventriloquist dummy. Did you love her? Kinda, sorta. <laughs> I gave her a key and told my heart, but do I do? I didn't love her from the start. Yeah, I'll work on those. That's from Chicago the Musical. Chicago. So uh, <laughs> this whole outfit's problematic. She's got her max headroom glasses on, y'all. She does. Driving it's, back to Connecticut. She's, just, for she's a, just sitting in the car, going, "Wish I never met." Just kind of talking to herself <laughs> at this point. Just Wish memes. I never met him. Just memes. Wish I didn't give him my love. Wish I time to wish, start over. Wish I wouldn't have let him motorboat me and, and, <laughs> and made that noise oh, out oh, my oh. ass. <laughs> That's called a wah wah mute. Wish uh, I wouldn't have got those extensions so short. So you guys, Just everything. Stacy, she's meeting Stacy for lunch. Stacy's sitting there in her military coat with her head underneath, with with her hand underneath, yeah, yes. hand underneath her face. And before she goes to meet, she's like. Well, I'm going to go meet my sister because if anyone gets me, it's Stacy. <laughs> this relationship is so abusive. I just will say this. This is the nicest they've ever been to one another. It I was think. quite touching. We've yeah. never seen Darcy. <clears throat> we've seen Stacy cry every episode. We've never. I've never seen Darcy cry. You mean Stacy? I always get them confused. You do. Uh, we've never seen Stacy cry, no. have we? They do the best thing, y'all. Darcy makes that kind of Muppet cry face where she sticks her face out. Then Stacy does it. Jake went into a coffee fit <laughs> when we watched this. We both were laughing. I've never so, laughed so hard. I think that's the hardest I've laughed at 90 Day Fiance as well. It's absurd. It just reminds me that I love this show. The Y'all, the editing... Of this, of the, going from Darcy's face to Stacy's face to Darcy's face, it was like a fucking Bergman movie. It was so good. It they was, need an Emmy. <laughs> it was so anyway, fucking you good. Can, you can talk. You can see all that whole dialogue in film uh, of us recreating that scene. Yes, get, just uh, go to Ninety Day Gays on on Twitter, or Instagram, Twitter, Instagram, and um, actually we'll post it <clears> on. Um, we're, we should be posting on Facebook as well, so, yep. so people can share that. 
Um, so, but they did. We can talk a little bit about what they talked about. Basically, Darcy's like, it did not go good. And um, Stacey's basically like, wow. She's just kind of wow. shocked. And then I think what made, what really was a turning point is when Darcy admitted that, like, Annie called me fat. And yeah. that's when Stacy was like, that's you like, do not deserve that. You don't girl. deserve that. She's like, you don't deserve that. And that's when she started crying. And even and then Stacy even said, I'm glad she walked away on her own. I'm yeah, glad she like, did that. I'm glad she walked away on her own. I'm proud of her. They are fucking toxic sisters. They do care about one another, though. I don't think they love anybody else. Any, I, I agree. I don't think they love anyone more in the world than each other. I like agree that, with that. How much that it's toxic, but she will always be there for right. her sister. I agree with that. Both of them, but when the when the times are really tough, like there, because Stacy can see that Darcy's really hurt. Stacy can see that Darcy's broken yeah. and not mm-hmm. to twist the knife. So, and also too, in those moments, Stacy doesn't feel threatened because probably when she watches too, Amen. She was with Florian. I don't know if they're yep. together now. We could ask Frauded. <sighs> maybe she'll know. Yeah. Well, Tom kind of t- took care of that by Tom basically called out Florian for kissing yeah. a girl who wasn't Stacy. So, uh, anyway, that's kind of how they Stacey end. basically says, "You got your girls, you got me, you got your girls, you got me. We're gonna get you." I'm always it. gonna have your back. And then they hug. She's like, I "Love you, love you, Dars. Love you, Stace." And then it ends. And then it ends. And then we see next week that fucking Tom, Tom is going to her. Is fucking coming door. to her house. <sighs> that makes me so angry. He's so that almost he's is such worse a fame than whore. He is. Even no on, one's worse than Jesse. No, that's true. You're right. No one. We're gonna have to see Jesse on fucking what now? God, God, y'all. If I could pay to have someone killed, it would be Jesse. I pay someone, at least a thousand dollars. There's someone else I know. In. Actually, in my life, I would. I know, I know that would. I would want to be dead first, but then him. Yep, I get you. Yeah. Um. Anyway, by the way, if these people do die, we're just kidding. It's comedy irreverence. <laughs> well, if Tom Brooks dies, we, I am not responsible. We are not responsible. Uh-huh. Or my yes. If, if Tom Brooks dies, y'all, I will be gone. I'll yes. be in Canada. We'll be Andrea Simpson. Get ready. Two queens are coming to live uh-huh, with you, we're bitch. We're going to Toronto. You Toronto. better Toronto. I'm, I'm going to need my own room. <laughs> or Niles Good will stay with your boyfriend. He's in Canada. That's too. true. I'm going to need my own room, regardless. Y'all, because I like to take men home. Oh, cool. Well, then I'll, maybe you won't stay. You with can Niles stay on the boyfriend. couch. <laughs> You'll go to Andrea's, and I'll stay at Niles. Exactly. Yeah, that's what. You can happen. stay on the couch. Exactly. I need a nice bed to sleep in. You can sleep in squalor. <sighs> Isn't that a thing of getting older? I can't sleep in uh, a yo, shitty yo. bed anymore. Y'all, I'm one. If someone says, "Oh, you can sleep on the couch," I'm like, "What?" I have to bring. I have to bring those things that flatten out the air of everything, and we even bring my I own pillow. I need like a fucking pillow. It's true. Yeah, anyway. I sleep. I like after thirty, y'all. I sleep on a bed. It's true. Yeah, it's true. I no, no, like air mattress, no shit like that. Unless maybe I'm going to see a friend in New York because New York's so. Oh yeah, you have to have an air apartment. You can't really afford and a hotel. I prefer there. my own room. So if you got your own room, y'all, I'll stay with you. Hopefully, a private exit or private entrance is better because <laughs> he's got a if private. If you've got a guest ex- house, that's even better. If you've got a private entrance, I've got a private entrance. You've got a private exit <laughs> that becomes your entrance. <laughs> Yo, that's the show. That is the show. It's time for our <clears throat> sissy shout outs. Oh God, we're at Q and R, P and, P Q. and Q. Let me look at Mary Shesky's. 
Jesus. I can say the name right now. Shesky. Maybe. Maybe. We are at P and Q. It can't be Stephanie Gomez Pike. Pelkey. Pelkey. And it can't be Pamela Mountain. And it can't be Quentin Bonton. Okay. So P and Q. While Poodle is pulling up, I just want to remind you of that. Y'all, you can go to uh, you can go to ninety day gays and dot com, and you can find all our other shows. You can find River Mails. You can find Sweet Tea. You can find old. A lot of you are listening to. Hopefully, you like the Q and A where we ask your advice questions. Ooh, if you like more I have that, a good one. You can listen to um, the old Dear Maddie episodes with Poodle and I, or with other guests. You can check those out, and also you can get our merch at ninety day dot com. I have mine, and I'm doing P. Okay, then I'm going to do one more thing I want to remind y'all of. Come at us on Cameo. We're having fun on that. We've been doing a lot of Cameos We're having a later. lot of good times. So be sure to find us on we, there, We're too. doing charity, Cameo for charity. No, until- not by the time this airs. <laughs> it's done on Monday. You never can remember time frames. We're not doing it now. It's not for charity. <sighs> That's already happened, y'all. God help me. Y'all, this show, you can say a lot about a lot of shows. This show is real. We it keep is. it real. We are up to 4,700 members in our sissy squad. That is fantastic. We need to do something big for 5,000. 5, Jackie, help us think of that. We're still going to be in quarantine, though, so maybe I'll just like use one of those little, uh, we'll get a, a cake and go, <laughs> and that's it's it. 5,000. Do, oh. uh, do, do I, I have pee. I can go. Yeah, that's fine. Go, go ahead. ahead. Yo, my sissy shout out goes to Miss... Van Prague. Oh, God. Ness Van Prague. Oh, God. Ness. We call her Ness. She's just got one initial. Um, Ness Van Prague loves nothing more, you guys, than, you know, she... We've talked about before those girls who love horses as children. Yeah. Mess Van Prague uh, had, she never, because she was allergic to horses, so she could never have a real horse. Okay. So she got one of those carousel horses. Oh. And she was obsessed with riding carousel horses, so much so that she had her father uh, take one out and she just rode it around with wheels. Oh. So she was just it was the, the whole pole and everything. Okay, okay. <laughs> it was like eleven foot, like tall of a pole, and she's just riding that carousel horse around. Good for just her. Going, singing the carousel theme, like you said. <laughs> That's the carousel theme from Rogers and Hammerstein's Carousel. You guys, the best musical about spousal abuse. True. It's a small list. Um. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so Mess Van Prague is can be found rolling around the streets. She's in her early thirties these days, and she's still rolling around the streets of New York. Look at her! I know. Just anyway, rolling. One thing she also dis- uh, she also loves to do she despises roaches of any kind. Ah. And so she's like rolling around her in her horse carousel, just mm-hmm. driving that thing around. And if she sees a roach, she'll do anything to go all over it. Oh. So unfortunately, she rolls over people's toes oh. sometimes. 
which led her to a lawsuit. Yeah. Brought by a man. And they took her to a small claims court. Boy, this is a long detail. And she put up a, she basically said her whole argument of defense was, I was just trying to kill roaches. And he put his foot in the middle there. And surprisingly, in the small claims court, the judge says, nope, I'm sending you to jail to throw away the key. So she's in jail now. I guess that didn't say. (laughs) Wow. Wow. But you know what? There is a light at the end of the tunnel because she learned to make horse cookies in jail. There's a light in the distance. And all of the the prisoners love her horse cookies. Because I know where I'd be. Yeah. And so does the warden. And the next episode, she escapes from jail and goes outside and takes her shirt off into the rain. That's original. Wow. I'm sorry. Anyway, that is Mess Von Prague's. Mess Von Prague. Sissy shout out. Mess Von Prague. Okay. My. God, uh, that went on forever. It sure did. I'm exhausted. My (laughs) sissy shout out goes to Margarita. Quay or uh, sorry, I forget he's gonna butcher your name, honey. Zwezada. I think I've already done this one, haven't I? No, I haven't. Did I say that right? Quezada. Well, I'm glad you just said her name. Sorry, <laughs> Margarita Quezada. You, should, you shouldn't you you shouldn't modify the thing you're going to work for that has. Well, it's too late now. You <laughs> ruined it, y'all. This is my sister's shout out, and Margarita. Funny thing. Can't stand tequila. Wow. Can't stand a margarita. In fact... Makes me take my clothes off. Everybody calls her mojito margarita. Because <laughs> that's all she'll drink, y'all, is just rum. I love it that you say mojito. Because margarita thinks she's a pirate, y'all. She wears a pirate outfit Every day of the oh. week. She is always in a pirate winch We've had outfit. a couple more pirates, but that's we, okay. Uh, drinking Mount Gay rum. Mount the, Gay. Mount Gay rum from the bottle all day. Mm, and she look, goes hard. Margarita is happy. You know why? Because her husband has huge BDF, y'all. Oh, yes. I, I, I'm so uncomfortable when you, when you actually look at their pictures. I'm just saying. I'm so uncomfortable. Swing low, <laughs> sweet. It's out there. So she's happy because she is getting drunk and getting that D. We need to talk about your processes for these. You know what? You went on for 10 <laughs> fucking minutes. So. Yes, but mine are fanciful and yours are kind of like a combination of reality that make me uncomfortable. You know what? I don't care. And so, okay. anyway, y'all, so she also is known in the community as someone <clears throat> who will make you wear, you know those stickers that we had as kids that were kind of puffy? <laughs> yes. She loves puffy stickers. Puffy stickers, yeah. And she likes to cover town statues in the night. Okay. With puffy Lisa Frank stickers. Okay. And but to this day, nobody knows it's her. Okay. So she's a she's a a a, a clandestine sticker placer. Yes, and the town paper <laughs> Just calls it the um, the Lisa Frank bandit bandit. Mm-hmm. 
bandit. Sticker so, bandit. So she's a sticker bandit. And also, y'all, she's an assassin. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our Cincy shout right. There you go. And that's our show. That is the show, y'all. Y'all, if you love the 90 Day Gays, please check out our Patreon episodes. of, Or even check out our normal th- feed. I can't speak. Check out our normal feed. This is like the 11th podcast I've done. And my mouth is tired. It's true. Check out. Which is, you know, saying I know something. that's saying something. Check out our Too Hot to Handle episodes. And we're having a lot of it, fun. Subscribe to our pod, subscribe to our Patreon because we're having, I will say, we had we did four episodes. They're some of our funniest They're ones. They're some of the most fun I've ever had podcasting yeah. with you, Queen. That's to saying say. something, y'all. There, you made me laugh so hard today <laughs> that I started crying so hard that my eyes started burning. And then I, it was... I don't know if it's just exhaustion. Maybe. Maybe you are going to listen and say, this sucks. But we're having we're a good ha- time. We're having a good time. And Poodle wrote a hell of a theme song. Too. I did. So check that out. And we already got we talked about merch. We talked about everything else. <laughs> and one more thing we just want to remind you, this is just a moment of your life right now. So if you're going crazy, a lot of people are going stir crazy out it's there. It's one right? moment. It will get. It will be different. We ask you. I know some of you have gotten those stimulus checks and you want to get out there and spend them. But please stay home right now. Please stay home, y'all. Please stay home. Do what your local it government is a- Radical act of love to stay home, as a friend of ours says. We had a sissy who was a nurse who's talked about holding people's hands as they pass. So let's do those things for them. Because I just had, I I found a a friend's dad just passed away today. Yeah, so... There, we're all going through it, but we, like everybody's saying, we're all going through this together, and we're with you too. So, and why wouldn't Safer be not sorry? Exactly. We will get to yeah. see each other. We will be having live shows. We will see you again mm-hmm. soon. It's so, all going to be good soon. So stay safe, queens. And, and you know what? What? We call these people Lonely Hearts. We do, just because we're Lonely Hearts, just like them. We flipped this up, because we're Lonely Hearts. Just like them. This is the first time I've ever done that part. Yes. And if you are a lonely heart out there dating a guy with 60 fucking messages on his text thread <laughs> in Australia wondering why you're not getting banged by some hot Australian dick, somebody down under, call, call us. us. fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale that's the reality for brothers prince william and prince harry they were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties wondry's podcast dis and tell is hosted by comedians sydney battle and matt belisai Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.